Welcome to It's All Right to Be Dwight with me, Dwight Schultz, exclusively on Hearts of Oak. For more episodes, go to heartsofoak.org at heartsofoak.podbean.com. Where are you going to go? Where are you going to run? Where are you going to hide? Nowhere. Because there's no one like you left. I'm all the way from China, as only you know how to smile, gee. This is Obama land. Yeah, the brides of Obama have uh, really taken care of San Fran. You're going to like it here, because uh, come over here. Come on, come come here. Don't be afraid. I know it's hard. Is, you have a translator? Is there a translator there? Make sure it's a good one. Okay? I want him to understand every word I say. Come over here. Sit down. Sit, smell this. There's a good pile right here, human poop. Yeah, it's, it's, and I'm going to tell you, it's a courtesy of the DNC. Yes, indeed. They have allowed people to poop all over everything, and it, and it smells good, don't it? It uh, must make you feel at home, right? I, I saw that smile on your face. See? You're my kind of people, that's right. Commonest, commonest people I ever did meet in my life were the Chinese CCP. You are it. And there is a lot of this poop everywhere. Oh, we call it crap or other things, you know, bad words. But it smells good. And you're at home. We want to make sure that we brought you right to the place where the DNC said there's the most droppings. This is Biden's favorite smell. Camilla Bowles is still talking about it. <laughs> it just, don't slip. Watch it carefully. You could fall down. They don't want to do that. No, no, no. You don't look too steady now. You know, you, I thought maybe you'd be all muscled up and everything, but you're a little portly. Yeah, you got a little pot belly there. Can I touch it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think old Brock would like that. <laughs> he likes them good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, anyway, welcome to San Fran. You're in. This is where the country has been ruled for the last, I don't know, uh, except for uh, Donald Trump, who came in here and tried to tidy things up and make everything run right. But we got him, man. We got him, boy. We got him. I'm telling you. We knew how to fix them boats, them elections, just like you do over in China. Well, we watch you really good. We learned a lot, and we're proud that we have been able to effectuate your plan here in San Francisco as a model for what the country's going to turn into. You've done a pretty good job up there in Kennedy, too. Yep, with uh, Castro's son and all that. Well, anyway, good to see you, Yi. Uh, give me a call when you're done, okay? And I know, well, you don't want to pay much attention to that guy's going to be walking around talking to him. You, it's all worked out ahead of time. Ain't nothing to be said here. But you come with me. I'm going to show you some piles like you ain't ever seen before. <laughs> Fresh piles. <laughs> Still steaming. Where are you going to go? Where are you going to run? Where are you going to hide? Nowhere. Because there's no one like you. No one like you left. Because there's no one like you left. I have to read this in full. Um, this was posted by Brian Lupo on November 10th up on the Gateway Pundit. And the headline of the story, which is not really the story, is criminal defense attorney for Fulton County 2020 ballot review 
20 ballot review case. Abruptly file motion to withdraw representation for Fulton County respondents. You can see this is this this burns everybody up who have been watching this and who have been supporting Donald Trump and who stayed up during the evening hours of the election and saw massive changes in voting tabulations. And then, of course, when this was brought out, it was all just summarily dismissed. Oh, this is nothing. This is nothing. No standing. No standing. No standing. Probably because uh, John Roberts slapped Donald Trump in the face a few months prior. Uh, probably for that. Uh, I, I, that's just an opinion. And it's not a malicious opinion. I, he had to have slapped Donald Trump as the head of one of the three branches of government. He had to have a reason for slapping Donald Trump in the face, simply because Donald Trump said there were Trump judges and Obama judges and and Clinton judges. Everybody knows this, but no, no, no. He had to be slapped in the face by, by Roberts, and it was said, oh, no, there are just judges. Or maybe it was, no, there are just judges. Just judges. Do you hear me, Donald? There are just judges. I'm sorry, I don't mean to get obstreperous. But at any rate, here we are, and this is... This should be enough to bring the entire nation down. And here it is. This, I'm going to read this entire article because it brings back to mind so many unpleasant memories. Yes, there is still a pending lawsuit regarding the 2020 presidential election in Fulton County, Favorito and others versus Juan and others, and it was filed back here it is, filed in December 2020. Oh, jeez. <laughs> this is so, this is hard to believe. Filed in December 2020 in the Fulton County Superior Court, but was abruptly dismissed in October of 2021 for issues over, here it is, folks, standing. Yes, you know, does John Roberts stand up to pee, or does he sit down? That's the standing I think they're talking about. And John said, if they're not sitting and peeing, then dismiss it. I'm sorry. The plaintiffs appealed and eventually had the dismissal overturned after the Georgia Supreme Court ruled on a key case, Henry County Board of Commissioners versus Sons of Confederate Veterans, that ensured voters do have standing to bring a case. Now, now you have to stop and think about it. We all knew that we had standing in the country uh, un until the 2020 election, when the CCP, when the entire governmental three-letter agencies all tried to overturn the president of the United States for about three or four years uh, with the New York Times and the Washington Post giving them uh, massages every time they needed it. And, uh, uh, but but when, when it finally came down to somebody saying, wait a minute, I saw 
I saw them stuffing ballots overnight. Something's wrong here. No, no, you don't have any standing. You're just a voter. All right, I'm sorry. I, 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 should, I should shut up and finish reading this article. In the early stages of the um, Favorito case back in May of 2021, the Gateway Pundit reported that the respondents in the case had retained Donald Samuel and Amanda Clark, two top criminal defense attorneys, lawyers, in the civil case that was attempting to review the physical paper ballots in the county. And of course, I remember this too, criminal lawyers in a civil case hired criminal lawyers, the county did, criminal lawyers in a civil case that raised the ire and the uh, antenna of many individuals. The pair of attorneys were representing Fulty, uh, Fulty, Fulton County Board of Registration and Elections, Teresa Crawford and Aaron Johnson, the two Democratic members. When the case was remanded back to the Superior Court, rather than be assigned to the original judge, judge which is Judge Brian Amaro, it was instead assigned to the Judge Robert McBurney. His picture you can find online. You should look at the picture of Robert McBurney. He has a beard. <laughs> On May 16th, 2023, Favorito filed a motion to recuse Judge McBurney after he presided over Fulton D.A. Fannie Willis's 2020 election grand jury and released private excerpts from the grand jury report, according to a voter GA press release. Despite Georgia law requiring the motion to be addressed within 90 days, it is still awaiting a decision and trial date. On Tuesday, the criminal defense attorneys for Fulton County Board of Registrations and Elections, Aaron Johnson and Teresa Crawford, filed a motion with, a, with the court to withdraw as attorneys for the respondents. The withdrawal comes days after a November 3rd hearing where a defendant in the Donald Trump RICO case, Harrison Floyd, filed subpoenas to release 2020 election records held by the Georgia Secretary of State's office and Fulton County. Responding to a motion to quash subpoenas, Floyd's attorneys argued that if they proved Donald Trump won Fulton County and Georgia, the RICO indictment would go away. They then argued that Fulton County doesn't want to hand over the records requested because they simply don't have them. Fulton County of registrations admitted they failed to return to retain the majority of ballot images from in-person voting in-person voting for the November 3rd 2020 election original machine count I want you to think first of all it's against the law they had to retain them the trial was ongoing. They failed. They failed to keep 
the evidence necessary. And so just dragging feet, dragging feet, dragging feet. You don't have any standing. Oh, you do have standing. No, you don't have standing. Yes, you do. Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to tell you we didn't keep that evidence. I believe it was somewhere in the neighborhood of 150,000 ballots that had been run through machines, and and we don't know, actually, but we know for a fact that we have visible evidence of, of ballots being sent through machines multiple times and that there were estimates as many as 30,000 ballots could have been counted. In other words, yes votes for Joe Biden. This is not a joke. And this story is, an un, is, is making headlines nowhere, actually, because... It's important and true. And those of us who wasted our time staying up overnight during the 2020 election, who saw the numbers switch, where Donald Trump was ahead by hundreds of thousands of votes, and then when, when everything came back online, he suddenly was behind. But there were no explanations. But the Georgia situation was particularly ugly because we all heard the newspapers themselves reported that the counting was going to stop. There had been a water main break, and everybody was sent home except a few Democratic members who were basically running ballots through the machine and overcounting ballots over and over and over again. And the real ballots were supposed to have been kept, but what they did was they only had images of the ballots, which was not sufficient to verify that the ballot was legal. And this is the crime. This is a real crime. But Willis... Fanny, whatever her name is, isn't investigating this. No, she's doing what the CCP and the DNC really want to do, and that's get Donald Trump into jail so that he can't run for president again. And it's very interesting, isn't it? How they're all, whether it's Hillary Clinton or MSNBC, oh, he's going to turn this into a dictatorship and put everybody in jail. And what are the Democrats doing? Putting Donald Trump in jail. Now the FBI is going after uh, ex-members of the military who are in the FBI. Members of our military have had their patriotism questioned, particularly the 13 who died in Afghanistan, and nobody brings it up, that their patriotism was questioned. But as I believe Andrew McCarthy said, we may have an asset of the CCP in the White House, right? Anybody who looks at this dumb piece of dead meat with strings being pulled by Barack Obama and our country being sold down the river when all of the evidence is there and all of the good people who worked hard are being called criminals and all of the criminals are, are accusing us of what they are doing. Donald Trump will not turn this Uh, into a dictatorship. We already have a dictatorship. 
We have a Department of Social Justice now. That's all you need to know. All that you have to do is look at what is happening in the streets. Please call me by my pronouns. Call me by my pronouns, and I have 12 of them. All right? And please look at, please go to Citizen Free Press and look at the video of the dumbass who was caught drunk driving and what excuses this individual used to try to get out of being caught drunk driving. It's what's being taught in schools. How to avoid arrest for drunk driving. First of all, Pull the number of pronouns that you have in your wallet out and stick them on the windshield and have the officer read them in the dark. And if you can, put them on backwards so that he has to go around the other side to read them. This is the, I mean, it's please, folks. Never in in the history of the United States has, have, have such incomprehensibly horrific ideas been used to destroy society. But they're horrific because it is so clear and obvious. The protests that are going on at this moment about what the Israelis are doing to protect their lives and the state that they have worked so hard to maintain the instantaneous worldwide protests that have, and yet, when you ask an important individual involved in these protests, like Rashida Talib, just a simple question, was it appropriate to behead babies? She had no answer. When the answer was, of course, that was horrific, Killing all children, is it's a terrible thing. All she had to do, but she could not answer because if she answered, she would betray herself. And the ideals, the criminal ideals that she stands behind, the terrorists who run the state next to Israel, Hamas. Where are you going to go? Where are you going to run? Where are you going to hide? Nowhere. Because there's no one like you left. Uh, I saw this film, Body Snatchers, just two years ago. We were in the middle of the COVID nonsense where I thought all intelligence was gone out the window. All rational thought was out the window. And... um, and today, it seems like it. I thought that once COVID was fairly well proven to be a, a hoax, rational thought would return. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. It don't return. It got worse. It just got worse. It just gets worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And uh, here we are. In the United States of America, with a demented pile of twisted gray sausage, I call I call him gray sausage in a cloudy casing, on a, stuck on a stick at the lectern, being 
being cooked slowly by none other than Barack Hussein Obama. And um, I have to go back to things that were written by people that I trusted and people that I had questions about, actually. But I have to go back to see what was written that that made sense to me. Uh, and um, that's what I'm going to talk about here. Um, because th- there were very, very clear choices, and we didn't make the right ones, or the right ones were criminally disposed of. I mean, there are people who, have you ever in your life, I don't care what side of the fence you're on here with uh, the 2020 election. I really don't. I mean, (laughs) I do, but I'm lying. I'm trying to make a point. You know, give me a break. If you use your mind and you say the CIA, the FBI, the NSA, the DNC, Hillary Clinton, Zuckerberg, spending half a billion dollars of his own money, Great Britain, Australia, all getting together to overturn the presidency of one Donald Trump. Do you think they would allow a measly, stupid little election to stop them from achieving their objective. And then once they did, the most important thing for them is to have Donald Trump say, I lost. But he wouldn't because he knew he didn't lose. And they won't stop demanding that he say he lost. And others, too. They're, they're chasing down people and putting them in prison because they are saying the 2020 election was a fraud. Well, it is a fraud and was a fraud. It's very clear because if you win the election and other people say, you didn't win, you, you cheated, but you didn't cheat, you just go about your business. But if it's essential for the others to, to accept the lie, otherwise you may be, it may be demonstrated, as it has been recently in Connecticut, that this fraud exists, and you may be found out. And so you put people in prison, and you shut down, and you censor, and you turn the United States into a Gestapo state. And the head of the FBI, and he brings out the long guns every time he sees a septuagenarian, and I happen to be a septuagenarian, and he it, it, it gets him off. Bring out those long, how old is he? 70? Quick, get the, get the biggest guns you can find. Yeah, yeah. And make sure you, and, and make sure he's not wearing tennis shoes, please. And, get, and make sure it's early in the morning and he just gets up out of bed because we don't want him running away. I want to see him in his underwear. Do you hear me? In his underwear. Yes, director. You know, this is this is the sense you get. And he'll just keep telling you things you already know, but he's not doing anything. You know, it's it's white white supremacy is the great threat to America and 75 and 80 year olds. Yeah, that's the greatest threat. I forgot the 75 and 80-year-olds, but it's a great threat. It's a great threat. And is my plane ready? I haven't taken another vacation. I want to take a vacation as much as uh, 
our president is vacation. I'm not. I'm not going to go to Rehoboth though. But I want that plane ready so that I. Where am I? I'm in Congress right now. I'm sorry, you're hearing me. Uh, oh, this is not a crime, is it? Please, folks. You know it does. He's. You know he may be eating people. As far as I know, he may eat human beings, and I think he's got burn marks on the inside of his thighs where he was holding a, a, a Hunter's laptop tight for three years because he didn't want – and, you know, they still haven't explained it. They withheld evidence. The Department of Social Justice gave them permission to withhold evidence. That's it. Because we're not the Department of Justice. It's social justice. So, you know, we can now – we just have to change our name. And it doesn't have to be for the American people cons- people's consumption. It just has to be we know it's just social justice now. So at any moment, we can determine whether this is justice or not. And that's the world we're living in. And that's the world of invasion of the body snatchers. That's it. But I had to go back to this uh, uh, article by Vaclav Klaus. Uh, Vaclav Klaus uh, is a for- former president of the Czech Republic, and um, he was involved. This is this uh, this article appeared in the Financial Times in two thousand and seven, uh, and he he basically was answering questions about climate change. And what – it's a criminal conspiracy. And he says, he says, we're living in strange times. One exceptionally warm winter is enough, irrespective of the fact that the course of the 20th century – in the course of the 20th century, the global temperature increased by only 0.6 percent for uh, – only 0.6 percent. But for the environmentalists and their followers – to suggest radical measures to do something about the weather, and they have to do it right now. The world is in danger of of catching fire. And he said, and he says, is climate change just propaganda? Vaclav Klaus will answer your questions. And and he basically says, take it from me. As someone who lived under communism for most of my life, I feel obliged to say that I see the biggest threat to freedom, democracy, the market economy, and the prosperity now as ambitious environmentalism. The ideology wants to replace the free and the spontaneous evolution of mankind by a sort of central global planning. This is 2007. Does that sound familiar? In ten years, you will have nothing and be happier for it all. Uh, in, in this, he, he mentions Michael Crichton, the, the great uh, novelist who wrote Jurassic Park, among others. And, and what did Michael Crichton say? He said, the greatest challenge facing mankind is the challenge of distinguishing reality from fantasy truth from propaganda. Thus, I feel like we're living in the motion picture invasion of the body snatchers because people are running around the world and forcing down our throats the idea that Joe Biden is competent. He's a dead man walking. Everybody knows it. 
Barack Obama knows it. Susan Rice knows it. Everybody, you talk to people and say, how could you possibly vote for him? How could you? Would you ask your senile uncle to take over all the money that you have in the world, yet we're giving it to him? And look what he's doing with it. We're $30 trillion in debt. And he's, and listen, no one, no one knows where all the money that's being sent to the Ukraine is going. Even Zelensky doesn't know where it is. He's want me once more. Ha, we know Bankman was sending it back here to the United States to fill the coffers of Democrats. No wonder they win elections. They, they have an unending supply of money. It's criminal. And we have a an FBI that will chase you down if you say it. And they'll openly lie to you. And, a, and we have a, a, an attorney general who one of the first things he did was lie about what he was doing and going after mothers and school boards because communist crap was taking precedence over educating our children. And they have the money and the wherewithal to do it. We're living in, it's a, it's a catastrophe of extraordinary proportions. And back in 2010, a very, very famous event occurred. Uh, one gentleman, Anthony Watts, who says, this is an important moment in science history. I would describe it as a letter on the scale of Martin Luther nailing his 95 theses to the Wittenberg church door. It's worthy of repeating. <laughs> and this, this scien scientist, Curtis G. Callan Jr. of Princeton University, was the president of the American Physical Society, and he resigned. And I'm, only gonna, I'm not going to read the whole letter. You can just take this little section to heart. And here it is. This is the summation of what this is about. And it's beautifully written. It is, of course, the global warming scam. It is, of course, the global warming scam with the literally trillions of dollars driving it that has corrupted so many scientists and has carried APS before it like a rogue wave. That's the American Physical Society. Pseudo-scientific fraud. Successful pseudo-scientific fraud. It is the greatest and most successful pseudo-scientific fraud I have seen in my life long as a physicist. My long life, excuse me, as a physicist. It is over. He is not the only one. He left. He resigned. He did what a good man, an intelligent man would do. When what we have gone through with COVID is a result of others not doing what he did, recognizing the scam, the people who are, and they're destroying this country. They're destroying Western civilization. The fraud in, in the Lancet, all of the scientists who signed a letter on purpose that they knew was a fraud in order to continue the COVID hoax. And now people are dying and we are finding out. 
the extent to which the hoax and I if listen, it all emanated from generally speaking, one globalist hotspot. We have the names. But we have to wake up again, invasion of the body snatchers. Do you not see windmills falling over, killing uh, eagles, whales are dying, environmentalists? They don't care about environmentalism. They care about the, the global revolution to destroy nation states and to rule power. That's what they care about. You will have no place to go if you think as an individual. If you believe in freedom of the state, of the nation state, you will have no place to go. We will make sure of it. If you read Tragedy and Hope, one of the books that I recommended that you read, you will find Hitler was aided and abetted by the same sort of people because he appeared to be reducing borders to nothing until they saw it was a mistake that they could die and the world could be destroyed. (laughs) Ha ha! Like this. Believe me, the world can be destroyed. But not if you are a victim of the body snatchers. And you are. If you believe that these these protests around the world by the Muslim Brotherhood of Radical Islamists using the word colonization as a mantra to strike fear in your heart and the evil of colonization when they are representing the greatest colonizing force that the world has ever known. It's why the Crusades were begun. Know a little history. The sword of Muhammad right on up your butt. That's right. They are the colonizers. I forget his name, but the great imam in France who said, the armies of Islam are surrounding Paris and soon we will own all of this. A colonizer, that's all. He's just waiting for the for the babies to, that are being born to grow up into the army that they will surely have because they will propagandize children to kill. And that's what they do very successfully. What in the world, after we discover they're decapitating babies and disemboweling pregnant women, when you ask someone like Rashida Talib, do you condemn the, the decapitation of babies? And she cannot say, all she would have to say is, yes, I condemn that. I condemn the killing of all children. That's all she has to say. She could not say it. Why could she not say it? Because, as Osama bin Laden said in his treatise, 60 page, whatever it was, we love death more than you love life. Rashida, one, one, and I, as I said in one of my other podcasts, she's one of the first of the World Economic Forum's flesh-eating cows. You think they're like you, but they're not. No, 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 no. They're not like you. 
They're not. Good afternoon. Welcome to It's Not a Phobia. Oh, thank you very much. It's very nice of you. Very, very nice indeed. Yes, we're glad to have you here. Um, if you look across the channel there, that's It's a Phobia. It's a Phobia is our sister country, and um, we share... Uh, a lot of good times together with all of the visitors from from around the world. Yes, it's very nice to see you here. That's fair. That's good. So this is it's it. This is. I mean, I want to be straight about this. Is this is it's not a phobia. That is correct. You are in the rational world here. Uh, it's a phobia across the channel there. That's irrational. Everything over there. Irrational. <laughs> it's a phobia. You get it, right? Yes, I do. I do. It's very, very nice of you. And um, it's, am it's amazing that you're so close together, and yet uh, and you do, do you share visitors? Oh, no, no, no. No, no. <clears throat> Strictly, you, you one pass a day, that's it. And once you've been here, once you've been here, you can't go there. Well, that's it. No, well, well, look at them though. They're waving at me. I mean, I, I I know some of those people. They're waving at me in a hectic fashion. What's going on now? Why are they? Well, as I said, it's a phobia, irrational. One can't surmise what it is that's causing them to wave at you hysterically. Yeah, you're you're correct. That's right. But look at that. That's really, that's really quite something, isn't it? But it, but I, I think I'm, I'm maybe I should. I I know something. I'm going to. If you don't mind, I'm going to go back to the ship. And well, let me explain something to you. <laughs> Do you know what this is? Cold steel. Let me place it against your neck. I feel what would what, what, uh, You feel that? <laughs> ah, ah, ah. There we go. You'll see that. Oh, excuse me. There's a little bit of blood there. Hold on. Here, take this napkin. Well, let me dab it for you. Yes, there we go. <laughs> you see? Not a phobia. Yeah. Real stuff. Uh, 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 I, I think. Oh, oh. Good heavens! I think you've fallen. What has happened down there? Uh, I seem to have slipped on this. This. Well, it looks like uh, this red head. Oh, you know we for we forgot to tidy up a little bit of blood. <laughs> Let me help you up. Come on. Oh, oh, it's a, it's not a phobia. It's real. I love the Babylon Bee. Uh, they make you, you know, they use satire to make points that otherwise would take two pages 
of dissertation pages from the mind of some uneloquent professor at one of the universities that has sold out to conglomerates. Generally speaking, they have $30, $40 billion in money in the the bank, and they don't give a damn about education or this country. and, and, And frequently they started as religious institutions but were taken over by by secularists and Marxists, and now they're destroying the country through their lack of education. Anyway, the Babylon Bee this morning, they just had one of the greatest headlines, and and it says it all, actually, but I'm going to read just a little bit. It says, Cain calls for ceasefire after killing Abel. (laughs) And then in the story it says, Immediately after murdering his brother Abel in cold blood, Cain reportedly called for a total ceasefire. It's time to put a stop to this senseless violence, said Cain as he checked Abel's pulse to make sure he was dead. Everyone can lay down their weapons now. Boy, you know you know. If you can laugh at this, you know. You have a brain. Really, you do. Not only do you have a brain that you understand a little bit about ethics, even if you have discarded yours. The Babylon Bee does this week after week. They're one of the great, and and that's why they were once sued for, for being funny. That's why there's a gentleman who, who, uh, posted a meme six or seven years ago about Hillary Clinton and text messages online, uh, was sent to jail. Uh, it, 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 it's proof positive that there is no ethical uh, background, no ethical basis in our Department of Social Justice. But you learn a great deal about yourself in this life if you can see things beyond the garbled uh, propaganda that is thrown at you by the you-must-dos, you must do this and you must do that. And unfortunately, um, our government, which was an extension in here in the United States, supposedly an extension of the Judeo-Christian ethic. And as John Adams said, no, our Constitution was uh, only designed for people who are moral people. He said, for a moral people. If we have an immoral people, it's not going to work. And I think we're moving towards that direction. In fact, I think we really have to ask ourselves, is our Constitution still in effect? I think it would be a good question to pose to uh, John Roberts, along with "Were you on Epstein Island?" But uh, I just throw that in there. I know I'm harping on it, but I can't help it because this subject keeps cropping up, and I'm going to harp on it until we get some answers. Until the eighty-five thousand missing children who came across the border, and and how the cartels who traffic in children and young girls, until we get an answer from our government and those creeps 
who supposedly represent us, who appear in Congress on a regular basis and just lie through their rotten, rotten teeth. How these cartels could be working on our border and our government hasn't done a bloody thing. Of course, Donald Trump said he would declare them terrorists and use the uh, military against them. And eh, people, oh, he can't do that. He can't do that. Yeah, he can do it. He can do it if we have the wherewithal in our country to stop that kind of immorality, murder. Yeah, we can do it. But um, you see, what the Babylon Bee did uh, is a description of what is facing the Israelis. It's a description that, that faces everyone who is out there protesting now, most of them protesting Israel, but calling for the death of Jews, which, of course, makes sense because they're really protesting the Jews and not Israel. Israel wasn't there when all of this started. It's there now because the Jews recognize that there is some kind of hatred for those who civilized human beings, who came out of slavery and civilized the world. Um, and um, there's hatred for the conceptual idea of God as um, provided by the, um, the Torah. And, uh, it, you know, I, people, listen, I, the, the, one of the other books that, of course, I mentioned to you in my first uh, podcast was Red Spy Queen, this, the biography of Elizabeth Bentley. And uh, it, it really does follow in every w which way in this country today that um, when you find that there are betrayals, you often think of ideological reasons. Oh, they must, you know, the, 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 the squad, all these young girls running around with holding these placards talking about the Palestinians as if they really understand what's going on. Um, but they, they don't understand what's going on. It's money and sex and hatred. Money and sex, actually. It comes down to that's where the betrayals come from. And, uh, and, and in this particular case, uh, the schools and the university structure, which does not teach um, real history any longer, uh, you, you have no hope until they themselves are struck by the evil that they are striving to uh, create in this country and, and in Great Britain at the same time. It's not a coincidence that all of this is happening. It's not a coincidence that all of this is happening while there is a pretend pope who wants, and, and you know, I, I have gone around asking people, and this is just on my own little, you know, I, I, just an old man asking questions of people. Did you know that the Pope uh, Bergoglio, uh, did you know that there was, there, there was a, uh, a gay orgy just a few doors down from his residence and the police raided it? And it was a mockery of uh, the Christian religion. 
was um, a, a mock mass was taking place, in other words. You could call it satanic if you want, right? But yes, um, an orgy. And it was, uh, now there's, you, you, you see, there is, in, in, in the modern Catholic Church, celibacy is required to be a priest. If you are a homosexual, but you are celibate, that's perfectly legitimate. Just as, as it is, you, you have to be celibate from a heterosexual entanglement. You avoid sexual activity because you are celibate. You have given that gift, that power up to be the priest. But we find that in both cases, uh, we find a lot of pedophiles, people who like little boys and little girls, and they abuse and commit sin to the nth degree in the very, and of course, they do it in every organ. They did it in the Boy Scouts. They did it in many organizations where children are supposed to be held up on a pedestal and protected. That's where you find the pedophiles. Yes. So, so here we are. We have to go back and, and look at what it is that people betray for. And when they, when they get money and they get sex, it's what kind of sex and what, what kind of money, and they want to cover it up so that the people who know you're doing it, they, they run after you. They go after you. You're in a little black book. And it is held against you. It's blackmail. That's what it is. Sex and power. It's, again, it goes back to uh, Oscar Wilde. Everything in the world is about sex except sex. Sex is about power. And yes, you achieve power through sex and money. And then you make sure that nobody knows about it. Now, do you know how you can test this? You can follow Mr. Zuckerberg's um, platforms, his social platforms. There was uh, there are a few news or articles about Facebook that had to do, which is now Meta, right? Um, where there was a lot of pornography, child pornography, up on Facebook, and there's a lot of child pornography up on Twitter. And back in June of this year, there was a it, – it, it hit the news. I was shocked. There was a huge child pornography ring on Instagram with uh, – but, but the story only lasted two days. It was June 7th, I think, and then it was done. And you can't find that story afterwards, nor can you find out what happened after that. And that is the typical, that's the typical methodology. There, here comes the story, and then it is dropped like a lead balloon because they don't want you to really know anything. And they cover it up, and they cover it up quickly. And you better believe that these deep, dark, ugly secrets make the world go round behind your back, 
because you're an honest person. And trust me on this one. The radicals in this country, in the United States, the Black Lives Matter radicals, who are nothing but criminal, petty criminals, the Marxists who have always been nothing but petty criminals, they know who to be afraid of. They're not afraid of you. They're not afraid of the United States. They're not. They run around doing anything that they want. And they're the criminals. They know it. And when the criminal stature allows them to do things like they can in this George Soros world and not be punished for it, they know they have nothing to fear. You are the one who should be afraid. They've they've run the run the limits here, but they they're not they're not afraid. You you watch their behavior. They are not afraid. Look at what just happened in Washington D.C. and CVS. The aisles, the 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 counters are empty of products. Teenage boys and girls running in and stealing everything. You can thank Bowser for that and the other Marxist communists. And they'll keep destroying society until people close to you are killed. And they'll keep doing it until you, me, and everybody else actually fights back. They'll push it until you're dead. Make no mistake about it. They are only afraid of people who actually push back, which is why they want to put Donald Trump behind bars. You better choose sides. You better choose sides and choose the sides soon. Thanks for listening. If you liked this and want more, check out heartsofoak.podbean.com or the website heartsofoak.org.